I love this day because we get to visit with our friend Jamie Court, C-O-U-R-T, New Year, same old friend. Jamie Court, C-O-U-R-T, is the president of Consumer Watchdog. You got to check consumerwatchdog.org. You'll really want to want to check consumerwatchdog.org after you hear what we're talking about today. This is the kind of issue that gets people very, very upset, and it's the kind of issue that is very broad, and it gets everybody upset across the political spectrum. It's one of the reasons I love Consumer Watchdog. They apply one standard to all, no favoritism, no politics. Check them at ConsumerWatchdog.org. And, Jamie, thanks for coming back again. Happy New Year to you. Always my pleasure to be here, especially in this new year when uh, hopefully we'll have a fresh start. Well, Jamie, speaking of a fresh start, I've been trying to get people to go what I call transpolitical, which I'm calling the new politics for the next America, which is a new approach, a fresh approach, changing our eye level and things. And Consumer Watchdog right now at ConsumerWatchdog.org has a classic case of what I've been talking about for a long time. And this is not the first time that you and Consumer Watchdog have done this kind of thing because you hold everybody accountable. There's a bunch of politicians, and Jamie, it's Consumer Watchdog, you get to tell the story. But the general idea is a group of politicians did the really, really wrong thing and made it look like they're on the take, right? Well, I would argue they did more than that. I mean, they <laughs> they really betrayed California by um, going <laughs> to Maui on a junket with utilities and utility executives, utility uh, lobbyists, as the Paradise Fire burned, as the Malibu Fire burned. And, of course, the utilities uh, are alleged to have culpability in starting those fires, as they have other fires. And they were there to talk, according to the New York Times, which first reported this out, about wildfires and wildfire relief. And who's going to be responsible? Because the utilities are all looking for a bailout. So we had 12 state legislators from California. We call them the Wailea 12 at the Kilani, Paramount <laughs> Kilani in beautiful Wailea, hanging at the Tiki Bar and talking wildfire uh, relief for the utilities over my ties while Malibu, uh, the Wolsey Fire, was burning. Edison was there, Edison and its executives. Uh, it, and, and it's really tragic. I mean, almost 100 people died between those two fires. And PG&E had paid for its seat at the Luau, but it actually decided not to show up as the campfire was raging because their equipment was figured as a possible cause. They, they let the foundation that run it on this disjunct at the Independent Voter Foundation keep the money. But they didn't show. But Edison was there, and San Diego Gas and Electric parent company Semper was there, and they're all lobbying for a bailout from our legislature in California. They got one the year before. And the legislators involved, 12 of them, received more than $630,000 from the utilities and direct campaign contributions. That's not even considering the independent expenditures. We only found out of it about it because of the New York Times and its sources. These legislators are not reported but for one time a year to talk about their uh, junkets, their comp travel when someone else pays for them to go someplace. And the reporting is until March. But we learned about it uh, through the New York Times. And uh, yeah, I think it's just it is an, an abuse of power We've called on the legislature to create new rules for real-time disclosure when legislators go on junkets. For example, last year, just before the legislature in 2018 bailed out the uh, utilities over the fires, even if they're negligent and made ratepayers pay, in a vote that every one of these uh, legislators who went to Wailea took and voted yes on, the uh, same foundation had the same junket at the same uh, posh resort, and Chris Holden, who was the chair of the Assembly Utilities Committee, was there. 
He was the co-author of that legislation to bail out the utilities. We know because he files once a year his statement of economic interest. He was there in November of 17. He filed the form in March of 2018. And by September of 2018, his legislation to make ratepayers pay through bonds for PG&E and Edison's negligence in 2017 fires was law. And this year, we know the chair of the Senate Utilities Committee, Energy Utilities and Commerce, Ben Waso, was there. We know this year Ian Calderon, the Senate Majority Le- Assembly Majority Leader, was there. We know Tom Daly, the Assembly Insurance Committee Leader, was there. And he, the committee chair, was there. And he makes policy about whether, you know, insurance companies pay or utilities pay. We know there was also others, Frank Bigelow, Heath Flora, Jim Cooper, Jim Frazier, Bill Bro, Freddie Rodriguez, Blanca Rubio, Reginald Jones-Sawyer, and Kathleen Galgiani. These, these legislators should know better, and they frankly should not only uh, in the future deserve, you know, give full and immediate disclosure about when they're going to be at these events so the public knows and has an opportunity to observe them, but they also need to pay for this trip themselves and not take the uh, what Holden said was about $3,300 in travel and hotel-related expenses from a foundation that gets money from utilities. Now, Jamie, California has a heavily Democratic state legislature. About three-quarters of both houses are Democratic. And I'm looking at the Wiley at 12 here because I'm looking at consumerwatchdog.org. And I'll bet you most of these people are Democrats. Would that be right, most of these people are Democrats? Most of them are, although there are a bunch of Republicans. Uh, let's count them up. Uh, yes, mostly Democrats. <laughs> a lot of Democrats. <laughs> there are. Here's one thing that's interesting. So the first response in the New York Times from the Independent Voter Foundation, which hosted the event, was, well, anybody could pay, who pays $8,000 can show up. Well, who has, you know, $8,000? But we also didn't know who was going to be there. And Maybe rich we people can sleep under bridges if they'd like. <laughs> then we read, sent a letter to the legislative leaders, Assembly Speaker Rendon, Senator Atkins, and the AP reported it. And they talked to the Independent Voter Foundation again, and the guy who heads it said, I don't, I, I, you know, I, look... Uh, they go, do you think they have more access there than they do in Sacramento? They go because it's bipartisan. But it's no worse than any junket anywhere else where they hobnob. And we agree. So we need to know where these junkets are. We need to know in real time, and we need to be able to observe them as the press should observe them. And the public should, these are considered educational seminars. You know, they're only educational and open to the public if the public knows about them uh, before, not after. The second thing that was really interesting, just historically, is the guy who is the head of the Independent Voter Foundation, a guy named Steve Peace, former state senator, who in 1996 authored the electric deregulation scheme that left California in the dark due to Enron's greed, bankrupted the utilities who couldn't afford to pay Enron's bills. And now his retirement gig is hosting this utility junket, and there are other special interests clearly there that we don't know about, uh, in Wyoming. Uh, and these legislators think it's an idea, a good idea to take advice from the guy who got California into the worst trouble in its electric market ever because he's a free market guy and thinks you can trust companies like Enron. So uh, the irony here is horrible, uh, and it also really is disrespectful for the lives and memories of the 87 people who died in, camp, in the campfire fire up north, the most ever in a fire, the eight people who died in the Woolsey fire in Malibu. And, um, and we're really hoping that that, indignity is what drives legislative leaders to do something they ordinarily never would do, which is require immediate and full real-time disclosure of these junkets so we don't see this happening again without seeing it coming.
Politicians junketing while California burns. Wow, what imagery. We're talking to our friend Jamie Court. Do check consumerwatchdog.org, consumerwatchdog.org, and you will see this story, the Wailea 12, and there's a lot of Democrats in here. Uh, uh, but do check consumerwatchdog.org. And this is why I love Jamie Court, the president of Consumer Watchdog, and all of his colleagues, because they hold everybody accountable. It's no favoritism here. And please note, please note that California has this amazing reputation. Oh, all the liberals and the progressives. This is the same old graft and appearance of graft that we see from politicians everywhere. And Jamie, I haven't heard that word junket in a long time. But really, this is kind of old school corruption, isn't it? Yeah. This is, I mean, it just this is. is, uh, this is uh, I mean, you're, you're hanging out. Uh, at a at, you know a five star resort, uh, in a I've, I've been to Wiley. It's beautiful, uh, uh, and 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 this is you're doing it on the dime of of utilities and corporations under the premise you're going to speak publicly at a panel that the only people who know about it are the people who are sponsoring the conference and the lobbyists and executives who are there, and um, and you're doing it on an issue that uh, has torn up the state right as these fires literally shut down. Uh, San Francisco and Los Angeles at the same time, right in the middle of the fires. And these legislators who hail from parts of the state that were affected by the fires show up. The air is pretty good in Wyoming. And uh, it's not like it was in San Francisco. It's not like it was in L.A. around Malibu. Right. Um, I, don't, I don't think these legislators realize that you know, what kind of stain this is on their record. And I think they were just counting on no one revealing these facts. So we're grateful to the New York Times for doing it, and we think the legislative leaders need to deal with the problem, because it's not just this. Uh, we've seen other junkets result in other outrageous problems. Um, utility, uh, uh, the Public Utility Commission, uh, President Michael Peavy, who's under been under criminal investigation for a long time, is under criminal investigation because of a junket another foundation had in Warsaw, where he cut a deal with a PG&E executive outside of the legal proceeding, to you know, help him get away with the the company to get away with less than it should have paid uh, in the San Bruno incident. Well, Jamie, I mean, too, you know, this is time and again the story of California corruption, and and it is worse than backroom and backdoor. It is, it is, it is uh, as bad as it comes when people lose their lives because of the actions of the players, and and that's probably very true between the Wolsey fire and the campfire that. The people who've lost their lives are because of uh, overgrown vegetation on power lines, or in the case of the campfire, not equipment that wasn't uh, properly maintained. Well, Jamie, allow me to pick up on your point there about the New York Times uh, finding this, and it's only disclosed once a year, because to me, this is a really big point, and I think it kind of, uh, I don't want it to get lost here. When I was a practicing attorney back in the day, and I come upon a junk fee, one of the arguments by the corporations that were charging the consumers this extra junk fee just to make extra money, they'd say, well, look, it's disclosed on the form, and they'd point to some little, you know, uh, small type at the bottom, and that was initialed. And, and they say, see, it's disclosed. And a lot of judges, pro-business judges, would say, well, what's wrong with that, Mr. Goldman? And I'd say, oh, so if we're saying that disclosure makes it legal, Your Honor, here's a pound of cocaine. I need you to sign this disclosure that you understand that this is a pound of cocaine, and then it'll be okay for me to sell it to you, right? And then the judge glares at me. And <laughs> it just, it never, the, the, you know, the analogy of disclosure makes it okay, I've always found that very, very uh, suspicious. But, Jamie, when that's all we've got, when sunshine is the only disinfectant, 
can we get the legislature to at least require what you're talking about here? Real-time disclosure, at least multiple times per year, uh, you know, guaranteed four times a year no matter what, and then real-time when something happens. I mean, is there any chance of getting to move in the legislature with scandals like this to actually clean up their act? Well, it depends upon how angry the public gets. And the reality is, um, you know, they tend to try to sweep these things under the rug. We have not heard from either legislative leader in the Senate, uh, Tony Atkins, or in the uh, Assembly, uh, Anthony Rendon. But I think if the heat keeps turning up uh, and people get upset, it's not a hard thing to pass a new House rule. It has to be done by resolution and usually a majority vote, and the leader of the House uh, puts it forth, or the head of the Rules Committee, and it basically just would say that, uh, members must disclose on their own websites to their constituents when they accept an invitation to attend an event. And if there are lobbyists or people who employ lobbyists who are going to be there, the people who host that event have to disclose that too. And then at least it's in the open and the public can make its own judgment. The only reason we know about this, a little bit of sunshine in Wailea, was because of uh, some people who happened to talk about it and blow the whistle on it. There are lots of junkets all the time that happen, wow. and no one talks about them, and they affect state policy. I mean, what's so egregious about this, it was, you know, about the issue that was had really taken over the entire state of California in real time. And, the, and if PG&E had better judgment in not going than these 12 legislators in Edison while the Woolsey fire was burning. So, you know, if PG&E thinks twice about it, you'd think public elected officials might, but they didn't because they didn't think anyone would find out. Well, their stock is being hammered. PG&E is in very big trouble now. I trust you see financially the, the stock market's wondering about their viability. There's talk about bankruptcy. Jamie, they got some real problems. It's the liability issues you and I have been discussing. Maybe if they maybe if they would act properly, we wouldn't have to worry about this and they wouldn't have to go around bribing politicians. Yeah, I agree. If they had simply not for 10 years stalled the modernization of their equipment and the updating of uh, wildfire risk maps that would have made them clear vegetation quicker, which they did in the Public Utility Commission if they had done this 10 years ago. Thought more about the public when, after the 2007 San Diego fires, the Public Utility Commission wanted to do more fire risk mat mitigation. If they had cooperated and been regulated, we wouldn't be in this jam today. We may have fires, but they wouldn't have spread this rapidly. The ones that were started by the companies wouldn't have been started this would be as deadly making and shareholders should pay for that not the public and not ratepayers Jamie I really appreciate you bringing this story to us uh, I went to consumer watchdog and my eyes just went wide because this is the kind of story that consumer watchdog is always reporting on and this is the kind of story that really gets the public riled up and it doesn't matter whether they're Democrats Republicans independents it's just the kind of story that makes people angry and so Jamie court president of consumer watchdog thank you again one more time happy new year although this isn't the happiest story not by a stretch uh, but Jamie Jamie, thanks again for all you do, and please say hello to all your great colleagues at ConsumerWatchdog.org, and we'll talk to you again next week. We'll see if we can get the legislature to do something on this. Thanks again, Jamie. Thank you, Norm, and uh, appreciate uh, you paying attention.